Welcome to the Swift Healthcare video podcast, exploring the intersection of healthcare and leadership hosted by Dr. Patrick Swift. SwiftHealthcare.com is your resource for healthcare professionals to find coaching and consulting to engage, restore, and transform yourself and your organization. And now here's your host, Dr. Patrick Swift. Welcome, folks, to the Swift Healthcare Podcast, the Swift Healthcare Video Podcast. My name is Dr. Patrick Swift. I'm delighted you're here, and we have an incredible guest I'm excited to introduce you to. Hi, Grace. Welcome Hi, to the show. Hi, how are you doing? Good, thank you. So I've got, uh, got a beautiful introduction for Grace. Let me share it with you, folks. Um, Grace Marin brings 30-plus years as a NICU nurse who has also helped in progressive leadership roles, managing small and large teams as a nurse manager and other executive leadership positions. She's a nurse, she's a coach, she's an entrepreneur who cares deeply about the humans who care for other humans. And that is just a perfect description for you, Grace, about the work that you do and the heart that you bring to what we're trying to do in healthcare and what we're succeeding in healthcare as we set a new standard in healthcare. And I just wanna honor and appreciate you for your, for your work and effort in the work you've been doing. Thank you so much. It takes a village, doesn't it? It does. It takes a it does. total village. It does. Yeah, mm -hmm. there is no, there is no them. There's only us. So I, the, the beauty <laughs> is that there is one village. So, um, so Grace, the, the show we're talking about here is uh, critical conversations, crucial conversations, and 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 what that's about, and how to have them, with deep respect and and mm -hmm. credit due to the authors of the text, uh, crucial conversations, which I highly encourage folks to to, to check out on Amazon. But we're going to talk about some of those concepts and, and, and talk about communication and healthcare in mm. general. If there's one thing that can make a difference in safety, in quality, in outcomes, in advancing the patient experience and mm. finding joy and compassion about what we do, it's how we communicate. So I yeah. couldn't ask for a better guest to be on the show, Grace. And, and let's start with what makes a conversation crucial. Yeah, first I have to do a little show and tell. This Absolutely. is my my copy it's so well worn you see the the little tabs and the pages are all darkened for me this is my crucial conversations bible and why um it became of such interest for me was because i struggled with it significantly in my family life and i just wanted to know why just like as a nurse i want to know why certain things happen i just didn't we just don't get that in school as to how to communicate and communicate in a way that's effective. We get to see the structure and the processes. So what makes a conversation crucial or critical? Three components. The opinions are different between the two parties or a group of people. The stakes are really high. That's number two. Number three is there are intense, strong emotions. So may I give you an example of what Please, I, I can't, mean I can't help but be thinking what's happening uh... Uh, in the U.S. right now, uh, and perhaps across the globe, oh. uh, but not going there. Uh, please uh, give us an example. Yeah, so being a nurse, I can speak from a nurse uh, perspective, and having been personally bullied in my profession, professional mm -hmm. life, but also most recently as a coach, watching nurses struggle with holding their peers accountable for bullying that's happening but for them not to feel like they have permission to say anything mm. and also afraid to say something that somehow it will come back to haunt them. Mm. So real quick example, mm. um, 
one of the nurses that I was coaching, she came to me and in confidence, she just said, hey, I noticed so-and-so bullying somebody, but I really am afraid to tell her because she's like that all the time. And I'll say, okay, you know, what kinds of things do you think would be a great, good way to be able to give her feedback? And the blood just drains from their face when I tell them this. They're <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I was hoping you would go talk to uh -huh. them. And I said, that's not fair. I didn't see it. And so, mm. you know, would you want someone to do that to you? If you did something and someone saw you, what would you want? Mm -hmm. And always they say, I would want that person to talk to me first. And so I said, okay, so if that's what you would want, don't you think she would, or he would want the same? So then we role play in the middle of the hallway or in the side to say, how are we going to do this? And nine times out of 10, if they do have the guts to do it, and some of them do, and they'll come back to me Yay. and they'll say, you know, I thought it was going to be a lot harder, but she took it really well. And uh, I didn't have to go to the manager, which mm. I didn't want to have to do because then it'll make it hard to work with her all the time. Well, Grace, that's also because you're an, an outstanding coach as well. So <laughs> I want to point that Thank out. You. So in that case, then, you know, how do we, there's so much we can talk about. Yes. Uh, but in the time we have for the show here, what are some ways that we can navigate crucial conversations? Yes. And like I said, this book has a lot of things and it would be doing it in injustice to minimize, but for the sake of nuggets for this show, I'd like to share three main points, if I may. The first thing that I love, that I do every day when I deal with people, is something called, the book says it's called the path to action. And it's simply this. Number one, we observe or we hear something. Number two, we make a story up about what we saw or what we've observed. And it may not be true. That's the thing. That's usually what messes us up. We tell ourselves a story that's not necessarily true. And then emotions start to happen because it is our biology to take something that we see and feel. And then we create a story. We have anger about it, hurt feelings about it. And then it turns into either a yelling match or whatever it may be. That's, that's one. Mm. Uh, and just sliding into the second piece, there's two ways in which we respond generally. The silence or avoidance or violence or trying to convince. And so silence is simply, you know, people who are sarcastic. So that, that term is called masking. Oh, you never see that in healthcare. No. Never. No. <laughs> I've never seen it. Second is avoiding, moving away from the real issue where we talk around in circles, but we really don't get to the issue. No. Or third, withdrawing completely where you just walk out of the room because you're just not going to deal with it. So those are the three examples of avoidance or silence. And the, uh, for the violence is the controlling type of personality where somebody tries to cut you off mid-sentence all the time because they think they're more important. Labeling, stereotyping, that person's an idiot. Generalities, that group of um, people on that unit are stupid, whatever it may be that we generalize. The third is attacking, cheap shots and threaten. And it makes us seem like in healthcare we're these mean people, but the truth is we're behaving that way because we feel unsafe. So beautifully said. And it reminds me of Brene Brown's mm -hmm. uh, talk she gave, amazing TED Talk on Daring Greatly and yes. the stories we make up in our minds. Yes. And, yes. and as a neuropsychologist, you touched on the, the, the biology, the emotions, mm -hmm. the neurobiology. Mm -hmm. It's all 
there's some hardwiring in there that we've mm-hmm. got that we yes. can be more effective as leaders and, and coworkers when we're, for starters, being aware of it. So thank you for touching mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just have to share this, my favorite quote. Uh, this is from Joseph Granny, one of the authors from Crucial Conversations. He says, people never become defensive about what you and I are saying. People become defensive because of why they think you're saying it. So if they sense some dig or a sense of belittling, that defensiveness comes from that. Now, it may be that they have their own internal negative dialogue that causes them to be defensive. Also, I've coached people like that sure. where I, I note behaviors and I'll say, hey, I'm noticing this emotion from you. Is everything okay? And they have to stop because I caught them, you know, in a loving way. And I'll ask them, why do you feel that you need to behave that way or respond in that way? It must be because something has hurt you Mm. or angered you. Mm. And that just Mm. usually the dialogue goes in a whole different direction after that. Uh, So the third and last big chunk point I'd like to talk about is how do we speak with kindness and truth when we feel charged up? When our adrenaline's running, how do you calm yourself down? And really, it's not the other person's problem. We have the control. We don't always exert it. That's what I've been learning as a coach is I have a lot more control than I think I have. And when we wield that control in a loving and productive way, we get a lot more out of it. And so what I want to share with you uh, is an acronym called STATE, S-T-A-T-E. First, we start with share your facts. This is what you saw, not what you felt, but this is what I saw. Tell your story about your facts around it. It may not even be um, something that may be in line, but it gives you an opportunity to talk about it later. Third, A, ask for the other person's path or what are they thinking about what you're bringing up to them. T, talk tentatively. And what that means is Don't go at them like a bull in a china closet. Say things like, you know, I'm not sure if this is what you meant or here's what I'm thinking, but I'm not sure. So really tentatively go in slowly because if you go charging in, it's immediate defensive mode. And the name of the game in crucial conversations is to keep that wall down so we can have productive conversations and not get scared. And the last part is encouraged testing. When that person is going back and forth with you where you don't quite agree with what they're perceiving, they don't agree with what you're saying, and there's um, a term in Crucial Conversation called shared pool of meaning, where let's agree with what we can agree on and leave everything out right now Mm. because we've got Mm. to move forward. Mm. And in order for us to move forward, what can we agree on? Even if it's a tiny bit, that we're working on this project together. This is what we have to accomplish, how we're going to get there. And our boss is expecting it on their desk on Monday morning. (laughs) And I don't want to do it all weekend. So what are we going to do? So that's a way to bring that team spirit in. And it's not about you're better than me. I'm better than you. You're smarter. I'm not. It's nothing about that. It's a beautiful example. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Uh, So the last quote that I have are so many beautiful quotes from this book. Um, Joseph Granny again says, the best at dialogue are both 
totally frank and completely respectful. But I had to read that 10 times because I was like, surely that can't be possible. And yet when he goes into descriptions of how he has coached big time leaders and organizations, I thought, okay, the way he did it, I guess it can be possible to be respectful and be frank without hammering somebody, without demoralizing or stripping. We're very good at that in healthcare. We're very good at shredding people when we're stressed. And I don't believe that that's who we really are because then I don't think we really went into healthcare for that. I think it's because we're all stressed, especially now. Who are we gonna take it out on but our, each other? Because we're family. We see our coworkers more than we see our family. So we shred each other and then you make up, hopefully. <laughs> truth, truth. Yes, we're talking about crucial conversations, the book, um, yes. and how to uh, repair relationships, communicate more clearly. And, and thank mm -hmm. you for sharing those elements from, from the book that, that is inspiration for us and an incredible resource. And one question I like to ask my guests mm -hmm. in the spirit of, of family and, and rebuilding is mm -hmm. if, you were, if you were standing at the top of the world, Mm -hmm. And for a brief moment, you had the attention of all the healthcare providers, leaders, physicians, nurses, staff, behind the scenes folks, the glue that keeps healthcare together, all of us. If for a brief moment, the world was looking up to you for your mm -hmm. input and you had their attention, what would you tell them? Simply, you're not the only one. Because I think a lot of people think they're the only ones suffering as much as they are. They, we put ourselves in a separate bracket from humanity and then we vilify whether it's a staff person vilifying executive leadership, executive leadership vilifying the frontline staff or not understanding. Hey, we're all in the same boat. We just have different jobs. And if we're not pedaling and rowing in the same direction, we're staying in the same place or worse, we're circling around and not getting anywhere. Mm. And um, yeah, I just, compassion for each other is the biggest thing. That's powerful. And that's, I'm surprised, uh, it pleasantly, uh, just, it, I love asking that question because there's always these authentic, just genuine responses. Mm -hmm. And, and thank mm -hmm. you for speaking from your heart. Yeah. And, and I think when you say that, it, I think of the Gallup data on 13% of employees actively disengaged, the ones who are drilling a hole in the back of the boat, mm -hmm. as we in healthcare, whose hearts and values and efforts are aligned, we're rowing in the same direction or trying to. Mm -hmm. And what you just spoke to was, you said it, you're not the only one, that mm -hmm. we are in this together. And, mm -hmm. and people are coming from their different perspectives, their hurts, and yet we have to communicate. Mm -hmm. And from the wisdom you shared, Grace, thank you for, for touching on how we can more effectively communicate. An incredible resource out there, mm -hmm. the book, crucial conversations and being the example you are in the, in the, in the industry mm -hmm. for being the coach and the, the consultant and resource. So, so I've got to ask you, if folks are interested in following up with you, how can they learn more about you? How can they uh, contact you? Yeah, two easy ways. Just go to my website. It's just www.pxcoaching.com or you can go on uh, LinkedIn and find me at Grace Marin, M-A-R-I-N. And there's a, a landing page that I'll certainly share with you, Patrick, so that people can have access to a free email course. I aptly named it, What If You Could Read People's Minds? And I go through a model called DISC, if you've never heard of it, D-I-S-C. And it really helps us to be smart about how we approach people, 
we're not all the same, yet we have a lot more things that are similar than different. And so this is how to be a smarter communicator. And I don't know, get your mind reading skills on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Grace. So, yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a joy having you here. Thank you. Thank you. Have Folks, a if you're day. interested, please. I'm sorry, Grace. Mm -hmm. Say again. No, I was just saying, have a wonderful day. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> if folks are interested in uh, learning more about Grace, there'll be her links on the show notes, uh, including the landing page with that, uh, the two free resources, um, some great content there. So thank you. You're welcome. All right. Thanks Bye -bye. for joining Swift Healthcare Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, rate, or leave a review about the show on your favorite platform and learn how to support the podcast as a patron at swifthealthcare.com, where you can also find the show notes and all of our episodes. Thanks for joining us.